How and why you start something has everything to do with the work it does and the impact that it has. This past February, when we launched the North Star, we were very clear that we didn't just launch it to change the news. And let me be clear, we do want to change the news. We do want to tell stories that aren't being told anywhere else. But we launched the North Star to change the world. That's our primary goal. Just as when the North Star was built back in 1847 to confront slavery, to confront systemic racism and oppression, and to tear those systems down, that's why we exist today. And the same is true for this podcast. When we launched The Breakdown back in April, it wasn't simply because we thought the world needed another podcast. It doesn't. We launched The Breakdown, yes, because we want to inform and inspire you, but we launched it because we want to impact the world. And today I have some great news on all of the progress and change that our most popular segment, that's our action steps, I have some great news on all the change that we've made in our first 48 episodes. Some super cool news. Let's dig in. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Every single day, I have 20 or 30 stories that I want to tell you all. And I I really need to tell them, but I have so little time. I can't tell 20 or 30 stories a day. And what happens is that I really only get to tell one to two of those stories. And the other 18 to 19 often get left behind. And over the past two months, as we've been working so hard to build this podcast, to build our audience, to produce the podcast, and to share it with the world, we've actually made some powerful, impressive change together. And today I just want to share some updates on all of the awesome progress that we've made together. But first, I want to play our Action Steps theme music, and I want to tell you a little story. Action, 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 steps, take action. I want to talk about our music and our style on the podcast for a while because everywhere I go, I see people who come up to me now and say, hey, I love the breakdown. And when I ask them what they love, they're glad to be taught and they're glad to take these action steps. But they love the sound of the breakdown. They love the style of the breakdown. And I want to tell you that I have next to no style (laughs) and uh, I have so little to do with how beautiful and amazing and creative and funky this podcast is. All of that is produced by my lifelong best friend, Willis Polk, who is the senior producer of this podcast. He's the director of podcasting for the North Star and Willis and I, I wanted to brag on Willis for a few minutes and then we'll go over some of our successful action steps. Willis and I have known each other since we were in kindergarten, since we were four and five years old. We are now 39 and 40 years old. So we've known each other for 35 plus years. And, uh, you know, it's beautiful because while he has always tinkered with music when we were little kids, 
uh, I got a chance to see him and grow up with him, to see him become a music producer, to see him become a successful rapper and artist in the hip hop industry, and that we get to come full circle and produce this podcast together is one of the big joys of my life. But I want to tell you all that all of the music that you hear here is all original music produced by Willis and the team that he oversees. All of the vocals from from the very beginning, from the DJ scratches introducing the show, the breakdown, which people love. I get people that kind of try to duplicate that when I'm out in public, like kind of say the DJ scratches out loud. But everything we do from that music that transitions to the action steps, uh, all of it. And uh, it it to me is part of what makes this podcast so different is we're not trying to sound like the industry. And, you know, Willis and I studied all types of successful news podcasts and we just came away thinking like mm, they do some things well, but that's not really how we want to sound. And so I just wanted to take a little moment to brag about how our podcast sounds and thank Willis and all of the musicians and artists and rappers and DJs and others that he brings in to do all of those original voices and instruments and sounds and transitions. It's really a huge part of what makes the breakdown awesome. And here's what I really can't wait for. I can't wait till we do a tour for the breakdown and we'll be able to bring Willis and some of these artists and other people together and have a good time on the road. Now let's talk about these action steps. Action, 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 steps. I actually had to go back and listen to many of our previous episodes one, to track all the action steps that we've announced. And privately, we're doing more now to track them and to follow through with them to see how the progress is going. But I want to take us back to episode 26, which was all the way back in May, on May the 7th. And we called for all of our listeners to support a new bill in California, AB 392, that would really change the law and change the game on police brutality in California. And thousands of you followed up calling legislators, emailing them, and building real momentum for that bill. And I'm proud, proud, proud to announce that that bill recently passed and became law. And each of you who participated in an action step, uh, you played a very real part in that. Now, there is a little bit of disappointment, uh, and, and for some it's actually a lot, because before the bill passed, it was weakened and compromised it is no longer, if I would rate the previous bill as an A on a scale, A through F, if I would rate the previous bill an A, I would probably give this new bill a C. And yet I'm still proud because a C is better than nothing. It's The law on police brutality is better today in California than it was just a few weeks ago. There are some parts of the bill that I do have a problem with, and many people actually stopped even supporting it because it became watered down. But thousands of victims of police brutality fought for years to get that law passed, and, and we joined and amplified their efforts. And what I've learned over the past few years is that those little compromises often happen, and it's still a form of progress. And so thank each of you for supporting AB 392, for taking those action steps. 
and we're proud that it passed. Let me tell you about a few more of our things. The, the, the breakdown. Back on episode 38, which was on May 23rd, I introduced you to a man, Michael Thompson, who was sentenced basically to life in prison. He was given 65 years in prison for selling weed. And he has now spent over 25 years of his adult life in prison, which is outrageous. And Michigan has now legalized marijuana. And so for him to be incarcerated for this long is preposterous. And again, thousands and thousands of you emailed, called, wrote letters to the governor, to her staff, uh, to her office, calling on her to either commute the sentence or pardon Michael Thompson. And I have some really great news. Michael is still in prison. I speak to Michael at least once or twice a week. But um, many of you got direct responses from the governor and a new petition has been filed on Michael's behalf. For many of you who got the reply from the governor, um, she actually said, hey, I am legally in a position where I am waiting for a new petition for a pardon or a commutation to happen and because one had not been filed since she was elected and she just became governor this year. And so this past week, one was filed indeed on Michael's behalf. And now she knows that thousands of her constituents and people from all around the country and all around the world are paying attention. So while Michael is still incarcerated and we won't let go until he's free, we have not only given this story the attention and, and momentum and pressure that it deserves, but the governor sees us, she hears us, and a new petition has been filed on his behalf. And I believe we're going to be able to get Michael free. The, the, the breakdown. On our very first full-length episode of The Breakdown, and I hope you all can go back and listen to it, we, we, we even tinkered our style and design just a little bit uh, since we launched it. That was all the way back on April the 1st. It's actually listed as episode two. If you go all the way back, it's how we make radical change in this country. And I introduced our listeners to three people who were running for district attorney. One was Tiffany Caban, who was running here in New York in the borough of Queens. Uh, the other is Chesa Boudin, who was running for the district attorney position in San Francisco. And the other is Audia Jones, who's running for district attorney in Houston. Now, so many people are supporting them. We can't take sole credit for any of this. But when we recorded that podcast, all three of those candidates, um, they were still lesser known on the national level. And I got a chance to speak at a rally for Tiffany Caban, whose election is now just two weeks away in Queens. It's the single most important election, I think, going on in the country right now. I got a chance to speak with her and speak with hundreds of her supporters. And I was blown away by person after person after person who said, I'm here today because I heard you talk about Tiffany Caban on the podcast. And it immediately reminded me of why we do this, why we put in the time and effort. Now, we're hoping and working for all three of them to win those elections. But, you know, we try to lead on the front line. Like, we don't wait for a candidate to become popular or become well-known. And so when we covered those races... They had gotten very little mainstream coverage. And so I'm very proud that those campaigns have gotten mainstream coverage and have gotten real momentum. Because when we recorded that very first episode, 
the idea that Tiffany Caban would be in the front of the pack. And right now, most people think that she is one of the leaders of that race, uh, either in first or second place. Nobody even thought that was possible. Um, They thought she was just a complete long shot candidate. And so we're proud to have gotten behind her and behind her campaign. And we see the same thing happening in Houston and in San Francisco. Those campaigns have real momentum. And we're proud that months ago, uh, we went public in our support for them. And thank you all for supporting them as well. The breakdown, down, down, down. So we've helped pass a law. We're making progress on district attorney's campaigns all over the country. We're really starting to make some progress on helping free a man from prison. But there's one story that really sticks with me because we were the first and only national outlet to go in on this case. And you'd have to go all the way back to episode 24, which was on May the 3rd. And I told the story of Tennessee's Senate Majority Leader, Glenn Cassida, because he had done several deeply unethical things. But my entryway was because he was filing false charges against a young civil rights leader there in Tennessee. Uh, Glenn Cassida and his chief of staff filed a false report and false charges against a young civil rights organizer, a brilliant young man there. And they even falsified like fake documents to make it seem like this young man had done things that he never did before, which really put it on my radar. And on episode 24 of The Breakdown, we not only tell that story, but I ask you all to take an action step with me to begin pressuring Glenn Cassida to resign And we began informing all of his peers in the state Senate and in the legislature there of what he was doing. And we asked you to share the stories about his misconduct, about his chief of staff's misconduct. And we followed up on this story a few times. And not only did our pressure cause other national outlets, almost three weeks after we started covering it, Other national outlets finally started jumping in. We thought they would jump in later that week, and they didn't. But then it was discovered because of the fearless work of a local reporter there, a whole treasure trove of mess was discovered against the Tennessee majority leader there that his chief of staff was literally snorting cocaine in the office. It was like some some crazy unethical, immoral stuff going on in addition to that, but just constant lies, constant scandals that were all revealed through text message and other things. And finally, Glenn Cassida, who, if you may not know his name if you're not from Tennessee, but if you are in Tennessee, and and this is how state politics work, in your state right now, there are powerful, powerful politicians who run your state. But if you literally live in the next state over, you may never hear about them because they're not on your local news. They're not in your local newspaper. Well, Glenn Cassida was arguably the most powerful politician in all of Tennessee, certainly the first or second most powerful influential politician there. And in huge part because of the pressure that we added to this cause, he announced that he is resigning. He is delaying installing his resignation, but he has announced that he is going to resign His chief of staff resigned. He had another staffer resign. 
And so many people ended up joining our efforts. And I wanted to thank all of you because we were early on that. And and that's where we always want to be. Like, we don't want to be late on a story, late on an issue. We helped really create a lot of the national attention. And uh, I actually had several national reporters who wrote me and said, Sean, thank you for the heads up. We never would have heard about this story had you not talked about it on The Breakdown and covered it throughout social media. And so, listen, you all are changing systems. You are impacting laws. You're impacting people in power. And I don't want us to let up. We're just getting started. And we have so many cool ways that we're going to continue developing our action steps to make them even more effective. We're going to integrate them into our app and a lot more. So thank all of you for your hard work. And let's keep it up. Break it down. Of course, thank all of you for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown, where we just share the good news about the success our action steps have had. Again, thank all of you for taking those action steps with us. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we'll be right back here every single weekday, breaking down important news stories and issues. And we'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or really any podcast app. Please share this podcast with your friends and family because our next big goal is to get to 100,000 subscribers and we're not going to get there without you. Have you left a review yet? If not, what are you waiting on? We need your review because right now on Apple Podcasts, we now we crossed over 8,000 five-star reviews but we're aiming for 10,000 five-star reviews. So we still want to hear from you. So please, please, please leave your best review when you get some time. Thank you, of course, to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love and appreciate each of you so very much. And if you love this podcast and you want to support our work, or you want to see the show notes and transcripts for each episode, we'd love it if you'd also consider becoming a founding member of our community. You can do that right now at thenorthstar.com. There we not only have our podcast, but we have hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries from some of the leading scholars and thinkers and journalists in the world. Lastly, a shout out to our associate producer, Lissandra, and our podcasting director and senior producer, Willis, for their hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody. Break it down.